Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson here, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. It's Friday. We made it through another week. Isn't that amazing? Now, last Friday, I gave you a top 10 list of things to make you happy in five minutes. Today, I thought, you know, lots of people commented that was really fun, so I appreciate that. So I'm going to do something similar this week. I'm going to give you the top 14 ways to overcome fear, to conquer fear in five minutes. Let's see if I can do this. This is a lot harder because it's 14 things and, you know, some of them are straightforward, but some require a little bit of due diligence to understand. So let's see if we can nail it. So top 14 ways to conquer your fear. Ready? Your time starts now. Coming in at number one, understand fear and embrace it. You know, fear exists to keep us safe. So if you, it's not inherently a good thing or a bad thing, but it's a tool that you can use to make better decisions. You need to understand why you're scared of what you're scared of, what it means to you, and embrace it. You know, if you do that, you're going to generate results that are going to be helpful to you. Two, don't just do something. Stand there. We tend to admire people who are quick to action, but being deliberate, creating a plan, and pacing yourself are also actions. You know, what's interesting here is it sounds like that's a smack in the face to Agile, but it's not. Sometimes when we make a knee-jerk reaction, you know, it's important for us to take take a breath before we make that knee-jerk reaction. Uh, you know, and even if we stand there for that one extra second, it's going to be something that really helps us. Number three, name the fear. Sometimes merely stating what you fear is a strength in the way you deal with it. Say your fear out loud. Write it down. Focus your mind on it. If you ignore your fear, it grows. Very cool. Four, think long-term, you know, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you may be afraid that you won't make the next payroll, but what's your three-month outlook or the outlook for the next three years from now? Thinking about your long-term won't fix your short-term problem, but it can help you think more about it objectively and come up with the right solution because if you know long-term you have a good idea, it's going to work. Number five is educate yourself. We're afraid of nothing so much as the unknown. Uh, if your fear is based on a lack of information, get the information and knowledge you need to examine a situation on facts rather than on speculation and kill the fear. Number six, prepare, practice, role play. This is the, you know, the longstanding top fear in the United States is public speaking. Uh, in many surveys, death itself ranks second place to standing in front of a group of, and opening your mouth. If your fear is related to performance in a certain activity, prepare, practice, and role play. You know, if you can do it over and over in front of a mirror, 10 times is ideal, then you can nail it. Number seven, utilize peer pressure. Have you ever done something scary like jumping off a high bridge into a river only because you were friends that were egging you on? Peer pressure, like fear itself, can be positive or negative depending on how it's wielded. Use peer pressure to lose weight, to make that push, to jump. You have wings. Test them. See if you can fly. Number eight is visualize success. Athletes may imagine successful completion of a physical task a thousand times before they actually achieve it. The mental mapping ensures that when the body moves, it's more likely to follow the preordained path. Interesting, but it works. Coming at number nine is gain a sense of proportion. How big of a deal really is the thing you're afraid of? Uh, We sometimes get so caught up in success or failure of a particular quest that we lose sense of where it fits in with everything else we value. Ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Sometimes reality is bad, but you often find that the fear itself is worse than whatever you're afraid of that's actually going to happen. True, I've seen that in action. Number 10, get help. Whatever you're afraid of is something you don't have to do alone. 
Find a partner, a mentor, a support group, someone that can help you through it. Athletes all have coaches. Students have teachers. You know, sometimes friends, even if they have no expertise in the area you're struggling with, can still provide needed support to help you face the fear. Number 11, follow others and find a recipe. Are you doing something that's never been done before? Or can you follow footsteps of someone else who's accomplished this before? Is there a formula that's been preordained for success? Has someone written a book on a topic? Find a formula and tweak it so it's going to work for you. Number 12, have a positive attitude. Ding, ding, ding. You know, ask yourself, what would you do differently if you're absolutely guaranteed a success in any undertaking? Would you try more things? Would you keep working long after others have given up? People have positive attitudes are successful because they keep trying after others give up. That's the key to success. Number 13 is be willing to pivot. Inspect, adapt. Ah, yeah, 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 here we go. As the adage goes, if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. But there's also saying insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But if you're afraid to do something again because it didn't work the last time, figure out why it didn't work and try something different before you give up on the idea altogether. Oftentimes, the next time is the successful one. And finally, focus on others as your motivation. There are things we would never do for ourselves that we would quickly and fearlessly do for others. You know, there's a story about a guy, Hiram Smith. He was the co-founder of Franklin Covey. He once asked his mother in his audience during a presentation if she would be willing to cross a standard metal I-beam placed from the roof of one skyscraper to another. She said no, she wouldn't. He asked her if she would do it for a million dollars and added that now there was a bit of wind and some raindrops falling. She still wouldn't. Then he told her to imagine he was holding her child over the edge of the opposite building. And if she wasn't there in 10 seconds, the child would drop. What do you think her answer was under those circumstances? People will cross any beam in their life for those that they love. And, and you know, I realize we went over five minutes. But I hope that you understand that sometimes those intrinsic motivators, the things that drive you, the things that help you be successful, are all things that are within your reach. It's not something that you have to go too crazy or too far out to get to. And, you know, this article was, it is based on an article that's several years old. I believe it was published in Forbes magazine. But, you know, it gives you these keys to help you be better. And I hope that you look at yourself as a better person, as a better individual, as someone who can uplift people, as someone who can make a difference, because believe me, you can. Uh, that'll do it for today's episode. I hope you learned a lot. And until next week, you know, make sure you encourage your friends to subscribe to the Agile Dad podcast, The Daily Stand-Up, if they haven't done it already. We'd love to have them as part of our audience. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until Monday, do take care.